This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is a special edition of The Labor Show with J. Doc, Krause, and John Doherty. Hi, ladies and gentlemen from around the Delaware Valley. Welcome to The Labor Show, the John Doherty Hour on a beautiful Saturday evening here in Philadelphia. We've got a fantastic show in the driver's seat for Joe Krause. I'm Joe Doherty. Uh, lots going on. Uh, I'm ecstatic to bring into the program uh, our host, John Doherty. John, how are you, sir? What's happening, buddy? I hope my well, buddy Krause's enjoyed his weekend. Yep, I tell you, um, we're in the driver's seat here, man. It's scary, John. Um, certainly, uh, I always miss Krause and uh, love, love uh, obviously, when he's on air. But, you know, the show must go on. You know, he, he taught me pretty well. So, uh, here we go, my friend. Uh it was a it was a obviously a a a, a big week, um, and uh, you know a lot of uh, if you turn on the TV, it doesn't matter where. Obviously, uh, Roe versus Wade was uh, versus Wade was overturned, and there's protests everywhere, um, and it's impacting you know so many uh, of uh, Americans, uh, and obviously both in both uh, areas, a lot of people. Uh, celebrating it, but then uh, obviously a lot of people uh, are, um, you know, protesting uh, the decision. Talk about it, John. Well, I got. I told a few people today. I'm one of the most significant, you know, legal uh, pieces of business in God, you know, hundred years. But the timing always, you know, uh, is of interest to myself. You know, having a little bit of a political background. You know, I don't think anything happens, you know, without a reason. And if you were listening to the January 6th hearings and some of the documentation and, you know, media and uh, social media and national news, you know, it was starting to, even Republicans were starting to be a little concerned about it. Then all of a sudden, you know, the Roe versus Wade decision hits, which was leaked so most people expected it, but the timing of it, there was nothing in it that was any different that we already knew, but it hits at the same time. And nobody's no longer talking about the January 6th stuff. So, you know, it's just that old wag the dog theory. You know, hey, throw something out there, let them t- split the negativity that's happening. You know, and again, you have, um, you know, a lot of the the out front people are people who are, you know, protesting. I, I was in Center City last night in the middle of most of it, and, you know, it was a, it was a uh, younger crowd. It was, you know, there there were a lot of older women, but uh, in the back, but the loud, you know, the, the sign-carrying people were a younger crowd, you know, basically activists. And, uh, 
But I think a lot of people on whatever side you're on, you know, are, you know, either, like you said, excited about, you know, something that, you know, uh, the Catholic Church put out an opinion, a lot of the activists there on one side, and then Planned Parenthood and, and the people. But you know, I've always, I've always taken the position, you know, I mean, and it's that it doesn't there in our world. Okay. They have great effect, you know, of course, in my own kitchen, you know, I have, you know, three women who were always, you know, feminists and activists in their own right. Silly was, you know, through most of her life. And of course, Tara and Aaron are both very, very active. And uh, so it could never, you know, I could never leave my house without, you know, having an understanding of what my family felt. But on the flip side, I always tried to keep the labor movement out of the issues that weren't completely relevant to our industry. And you know, sometimes I, I got, so, but sometimes I got critique for that, Joe. Sometimes I got, you know, actually people were telling me, how can you not make a statement? I said, listen, because, you know, I have a lot of friends and a lot of people we supported politically over the years. And when our issues hit the floor, okay, we were the only ones there. So that my problem with this was, hey, it's not 19, you know, 80 where, you know, there was a unified, you know, uh, middle class. You know, we're fighting to stay middle class. My goals are to keep, you know, or were to keep building buildings and building them with qualified union workers. And, and you know what's interesting, John? I mean, when, we, when, you, when you break it down... Um, yeah, it won't have an immediate impact on, on Pennsylvania. Obviously, Governor Wolf has vowed to veto uh, you know, any efforts to, 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 to curtail the access to uh, the procedure in abortion. Um, uh, and, and, and so, and, and the decision, you know, it, it gives states the power to, to determine how, where, and why someone can get a legal abortion. Um, but here's where I think it impacts labor. Um, right now, Obviously, I think it's it's going to ignite a lot of voters, and obviously because it's a statewide situation, and this is a really important election coming up. Um, I think, you know, the Democratic voters, uh, you know, I think, uh, 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 you know, they're, they're going to come out in droves, and I think that uh, Josh Shapiro, um, who, who obviously, uh, you know, you know, is 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 uh, you know, not going to support. You know, he's not backing uh, the overturning of, of Roe versus Wade. Um, I think it. I think it. it you know, in, in in his area, he's going to get a lot of votes. He's going to get a lot of people because people see what's on the on the line. The other thing is this. I also think um, that you know, when people are voting for president, I think this is a good example uh, that you're voting for the Supreme Court. Okay, you're not just voting for president. So, in other words, you know, anybody who voted, uh, you know, for the other guy. And, 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 you know, and, and isn't happy with this should take a, a, a lesson. It's a lesson learned. So, so much there, man. It's, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're talking about, uh, you know, obviously, you know, this is, it's historic. Uh, the landmark decision was 1973. Uh, and so let's do this. Uh, final thoughts on this before we go to break. Oh, I look, I think it, you're right that it motivates, but it also motivates both. And uh, the polling, you know, is 61 percent of people, um, you know, were upset with the decision when it was leaked. But right. there was a high number of, of Latino voters who weren't. So people look at that and say, OK, you know, that was normally part of the Democratic base. Do we lose some of them because of this? And these these elections are razor thin. 
yeah. you know, as we as we just saw. So, so look, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a major piece of the campaign. I yep. think the guns and the new gun laws or lack of gun laws are going to be a major part. But, you know, it's still going to get down to the pocketbook and if people feel safe. And, awesome. you know, and, and again, if gas is $6, you know, there'll be people thinking about that as much as, believe it or not, you know, some of these significant pieces of legislation that just occurred. All right. We'll have more from the John Doherty Hour after the break. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, DC 21. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the John Dockerty Hour on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is Jay Dock in the driver's seat for Joe Krause. Uh, Joe's taking a well-deserved uh, vacation night, uh, and, and, and we absolutely uh, are shout-out to Joe, and, and we miss him, of course. Um, I'm ecstatic to bring into the program for this segment Rob Bear, business manager of IBEW Local 143 in Harrisburg, and also the, the newly elected president of the Pennsylvania Building Trades. Rob, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Glad to have you on the on the broadcast. Uh, Johnny Docks, uh, uh, an individual uh, you know and, and uh and have a lot of good things to say about. Absolutely. Yeah, let, me, let me let me let me just let me just start off about Rob here. Rob, one, I appreciate you. You know, you staying up late at tonight, seven fifteen. I know you're a, an early <laughs> riser. Okay, a real early riser. But I just but I just want to let you know, Rob was the business manager of Harrisburg, an absolute friend of the Philadelphia Building Trades. You know, whenever any of our guys were in Harrisburg for anything, not only was his own union hall. But his own personal house, always open to all the people. Uh, he is now just most recently elected the the president of the the Pennsylvania State Building Trades, which is a really big deal. And I'm really excited about having you on the show because, like, we we go way back. We know each other. I have to tell you, okay, you know they they laugh about Fetterman uh, being you know dancing to his own tune. Okay, Rob Bear did that before there was John. He did everything the way Rob Bear wanted to do. I used to tell him he used to come in with, you know, purple shirts and purple ties before they were in style. Black, black on black. The guy, the guy was absolutely, when he walked into a room, you would thought it was Elvis Presley. He was just, he had, he carried that. He, I am amazed right now, okay, that he is going to be, okay, our voice inside the Capitol building up for Commonwealth. He's a tremendous guy. He's super well-versed. And I can tell you a ton of stories, but I want to take one to introduce him and then let Joe, you know, bounce a few things off you. When Tom Corbett was the governor and there was a transportation bill, which basically had infrastructure components. Now, when you don't pass bills in cycles, it usually, the, the law, the rules say that it usually takes three to five years to make up for what you lost. So, no matter what the party's affiliation was, I always jumped online, if it was Republican or Democrat, to try to create work. But there were a lot of our friends said, hey, Corbett looks like he's a one-termer. It looks like 
you know, if we give him a, a win, this will be his only significant win. And Rob and myself were on the other side of the aisle. And we were fighting back and forth. And I really got to see his skill sets. But there was a couple parts to the initial build. One, we were still at local 98's boardroom at like 2.30 in the morning, the night where they were, you know, it was the final night, the final push. And in the room, it was, of course, you know, Bobby Heenan, myself, Brian Edis, Marita Crawford, uh, Tara Chupka, Chris Roop. Uh, so we're all there. So we get a call out of the clear blue, and it's Rob Bear. And then, you know, when we're, we're wrestling over it. The very next morning, bright and early, it's Rob Bear. And Rob had such a finger on the pulse. He not only knew what the legislators were doing, he, only, he not only knew what all the other unions were doing and all what the consultants and lobbyists were doing, but he was on top of what we were doing. And he was joking with me and complimenting us. And at the end of the day, we, we, we beat him at the wire with the help of people like Brendan Boyle. And, you know, it still didn't save Tom Corbett. You know, so, but that wasn't our effort. Our effort was to, you know, get some of these heavy highway projects going. But I got a chance to see him up close then. And I got a chance to see that he was a 724 guy who had a ton of friends and his Rolodex was wide open with a lot of people. And, and people came to him because they knew that he had a finger on the pulse. And that's what happens in this industry. Okay, when you're really good at what you do, people want your opinion or understanding. You know, and, you, and, and again, so. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's high praise, Rob. Um, talk about it, my friend. Well, John is absolutely 100% correct. And I will tell you, I learned from great men before me, John being one of them, that if you're going to be involved, you need to be involved 24-7. There, there isn't a day off. There isn't an hour off. And that's what we do. You know, every day we get up and we go to work to represent the working men and women of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And right now, I just took on 150,000 brothers and sisters from all different trades to help push their agenda. And, uh, you know, I have, I'm third generation. You know, you cut me open, I'm probably full of copper wire and wire nuts. Huh. But I live, breathe, eat, sleep the union building trades. That, that's how I was brought up. You know, when I was a kid sitting around my dining room table, if it wasn't my father, it was my grandfather. You know, and everything that I have came from the IBW and the union building trades. And I made up my mind a long time ago that what we have, everybody in Pennsylvania should have an opportunity to have. And I'm going to be that guy that gets up every day and fights for that. You know, awesome. and, and that's what I do. And I can honestly say I love my job. Last 14 years, I've been a business manager. Uh, you know, I, I, didn't, I never had one day I didn't want to get up and go to work. And, and it's kind of funny. I'll tell you a little story. John sent me a text yesterday. Hey, can you be on the show between 7 and 8? And I was like, sure. And then last night about 9.30, I thought, did he mean in the morning or the evening? So I sent him a text, and I'm like, a.m. or p.m.? You know, and he sends his text back like, p.m., what the hell's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, I'm not you know, I'm normally up about 4.30, and I didn't want to wake my wife up, so if we were going to do it at 7, I'd do it out on the deck while I was drinking coffee, you know? <laughs> and I, I just, I, I have watched people like John and, and Gary Messino and Joe Sellers and, and, and Joe Ashdale 
And, you know, Glenn Schaefer, who was a, a huge mentor of mine, was a business manager when I started. I, I have seen these guys and what they do and how hard they work and, and what they've done and, and what they've brought for our brothers and sisters in the union building trades. And, you know, John's right. There, there's times that, you know, people look at me and go, you know, he's not actually that really polished guy, and, and, and I'm not. But I'm also that guy that won't give up. And, you know, I was saying, a bulldog on a bone, you know. Yep. Well, when it's right for our members, we're going to go to the mat for it. And there's times that, you know, John and I like the infrastructure. You know, yeah, we were on a little bit opposite sides, but it didn't take me long to figure out he was going to have the votes, you know, and I wasn't going to have the votes. And I'll never forget this because John called me and said, look, we know we're going to get this through. We know there's going to be a few problems, but here's what I'm going to tell you. We're going to start tomorrow to fix the problems. And we did. And we did fix the problems. And we took care of our members. And, you know, those are the things that when you're doing politics in PA, you're working on both sides of that aisle. You know, the building trades is very nonpartisan. We have friends in the Democrats. We have friends in the Republicans. But what we really want is we want to advance legislation that advances our cause. That's the bottom line. Well, and, 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 and it's interesting because you talk about, obviously, John and yourself. And, uh, you know, we, we, one of the, our, our strong suits here in Philadelphia, uh, in, in Pennsylvania, is, our, is the leadership we have. The strong leadership, and it, it's been—it's it, why I believe that we're, uh, you know, the strongest union region in America. Uh, and, and and so, having said that, and, and and a lot of that has to do with the vision, uh, and and uh, the workforce, the training, and all that stuff. But it all starts at the top. Rob, talk about your vision and your agenda for the state building trades. Well, what I really—I I, want to give huge props to President Emeritus Sirianni. All right. Frank really advanced us, and he made the state building trades a force in politics. What I would really, my vision is, we're, one, we're always going to maintain our prevailing wage laws that we have. That's, that's, that's first and foremost. Two, we're going to always, always, always oppose any, time, any type of right-to-work legislation. We know that. But right. three, I would like to see us be able to be an integral part in crafting legislation for Pennsylvania that brings more business to Pennsylvania. And when they bring the business, we want to make sure that we have that shot at doing these jobs union, okay? I'm not opposed to, like right now, we're in budget season, and we're talking about lowering the corporate income tax rate. Okay, that's fine. But how does that affect the members that pay into the state building trades? How are, how are we going to turn this into labor hours? Because at the end of the day, it's about putting food on the table, Okay. Absolutely. Nobody works harder than somebody with a hungry belly, and we're always going to be hungry because we want the food on the table for our members. And, and we need to be the driving force in crafting this legislation, and we do need to reach across the aisle. we got to sit down with people that maybe don't think exactly like we do. And, and John will tell you, you know, one thing about being a labor leader, you negotiate contracts every day. That's what you do. And when you can negotiate a good contract. Maybe you didn't get everything you wanted, and maybe they didn't get everything you wanted, but when both sides leave happy, you've done a good job. And there's a lot more to do in Pennsylvania. 
okay? One of the things you guys have in the southeast that's great, and I, and I always like to say this, you know, water flows downhill, money flows up. Well, when the southeast is strong and we bring infrastructure and we bring compressed natural gas and we bring refineries and we bring things like that to the, to the Philadelphia, Delaware Valley area. Absolutely. That money, flows back, that money flows back uphill through Harrisburg, the whole way to Pittsburgh, to Erie, to the north central, to the northeast, okay? The cracker plant out in western PA is a huge boon, you know, for, for the economy out there. Let's bring one of those to the east, too. Let's, let's make this, let's, let's make Pennsylvania not just, right now we are one of the largest exporters of electricity. Let's ask, make us one of the largest exporters of our natural resources we have. I want to do it in a safe way. I want to do it in a way that helps the environment. All right. But at the end of the day, we're not going to get away from what we have right now. We need to expand on this, and we need to use this, and we need to use it to the benefit of all Pennsylvanians. Okay? Absolutely. And I want to bring the building hey, trades hey, Joe. Go along with it. Right, so let me time. jump in, because I know we're going to cut up against the break real quick. I just got a couple bullet points. One, I talked to Brian Burroughs earlier today, and we were laughing about Glenn Schaefer, and there's, there's a lot of good parts here. You know, Mark Lynch is, has taken over Local 98. When I started, Glenn Schaefer had just taken over the building trades up in, in Harrisburg and did a fabulous job. And I'm glad to see that, you know, Mark and, and Rob, you know, starting out the same time because they're good allies. In fact, both Brian and Mark, and I talked to Mark this afternoon, just so you know, Rob, they're going to host you in Philadelphia, you know, not just for the other unions, but for contractors and people get to see your feel. So they'll be in touch with you about that. But Glenn Schaefer, what a great guy he was. A class act. Uh, two, just so you know that uh, when Rob won, I told him there was no need to give him a car. He's right around the corner, but they should give him a horse and a cowboy hat because that's the type of leader he's going to be. He's going to ride your when he's come when he's coming up them steps at the Capitol. You're going to know he's coming, and he's as smart as there is in the industry. So this wasn't just a win for Rob. This was a win for all working class people. Anybody who picks up a set of tools every day just got a friend there and i want to end with from my perspective saying you know i always didn't agree with frank which was a good thing for the industry in my in my heart you know i had a good ally in billy keller who i believe had our best interest 724 too and him and frank used to butt heads over the way we get things done but i have to tell you i agree with you he has moved our reputation forward over the last 10 years as as far as anybody in the country the Pennsylvania building trades, the Philadelphia building trades are significant in the national building trade movement with being so far ahead of the curve, okay? And it's because of people like Frank, and you not only pick up the good parts of Frank, but you have that horse and that cowboy hat ready to roll, and they're not ready for you yet. I'm telling you, especially some of them rural Republicans, they're not ready for you. And, and let me just say this before we go. Uh, Rob, uh, John Bland says hello. Uh, we definitely want to get you on our Labor and Energy Show. The Labor and Energy Show talks about issues on, like, Reggie, number one, and then number two, about our utilizing our natural resources and, of course, benefiting the environment, but also, uh, you know, utilizing our, our resources uh, and, and not shooting ourselves in the foot. So, But on, on behalf of John Doc. Um, obviously, congratulations uh, uh, on the election, and, and, and you're going to do a fantastic job in Harrisburg. We already know that, and uh, we appreciate your time. Rob, you know, we can't be happier and more appreciative that you joined the show. 
Oh, thank you for having me on, and, and I, I look forward to being able to do a radio show with John, too. Uh, you might need to schedule me more than 15 minutes if you bring Reggie up. That's a, that's a topic that's very deep and dear, very near and dear to me. Oh, no, we we're on the same page. <laughs> oh, no, we're on the same page. You'll get a whole hour for that one. Uh, I want to thank Rob Bear for, for, for joining us on the broadcast. We'll have more from the John Doherty Hour after the break. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. This edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the John Doherty Hour on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Fantastic show. Great call in from Rob Bear, president of PA State Building Trades. Uh, lots going on. And, and, and of course, our next guest, uh, right, right in the middle of everything that's going on, I uh, want to bring in Danny Gray, secretary-treasurer of the Teamsters Local uh, 830, uh, which just signed a, uh, a new four-year contract with the Delaware Valley Importing Distributors Association, ending a, a uh, uh, almost a one-week-long strike. Uh, first of all, Danny, welcome to the broadcast, and, and congratulations on, on the new contract and the job well done. Uh, was a, uh, a long week there, but a successful one. Yes, it was. Hello to everybody. I, I appreciate you bringing me on tonight. That's, it's, it's, it's our pleasure, Dan, and, and uh uh, bring in Johnny Doc because uh, he wants to wants to give his congratulations as well. Yeah, listen, Danny. I I tell everybody of all the labor management relationships. I thought that yours and the pe- and the people who have signed on the contract was one of the best I ever saw. So I was kind of really caught off guard that you guys were going on strike. But then I said, you know, why not? I mean, it's you know. Uh, there's so many, there's so much work out there. There's so many people looking for jobs and, and your industry has done such a great job at taking people right out of high school, you know, giving them good benefits, keeping them working. And, uh, again, developing relationships with contractors. That's basically second to none. So why don't you do us a little bit of a favor here? Because a lot of unions were stopping by a lot of unions were supporting it. You know, the good part of social media is we get a chance to follow things like that. But why don't you give us a little heads up on how it played out? You know, when you are negotiating with people who you normally have decent relationships with that just go, you know, off the rail for a couple of days, you know, tell us how how it worked out. And uh, it seems to me that everybody I bumped in is really happy with the deal. Well, John, I want to say hello to you. Um, And yes, uh, they went off the rails. But I got to tell you, you can't want to strike unless you have the support behind you. And my, my members have been terrific. Not one person crossed. Not one person didn't show up for picket duty. We, we manned the picket line around the clock. And one of the best things that we, we seen was on Friday when the scabs tried to cross the picket lines and we wouldn't let them through and the companies finally gave up and locked their gates. That really sent a message to the membership. But, you know, all in all, the major issues were hours of work. You know, if there's one thing we've learned from COVID or the, the public has learned from COVID, it's quality family time means more than earning uh, money and working excessive overtime. Our guys were working five, six days a week, 12 hours a day, warehousemen working 14 hours a day, and they just set a mandate that they weren't going to do that anymore. 
and we were able when they went on strike we finally got the company to recognize that it's a major issue and uh you know our business is a summer business really that uh you know we sell drinks and they sell beer in the summer so uh the ability to make money is there um and going forward they won't have to work more than 10 hours in any one day um if it's a holiday week they'll they'll be asked to work up to 12 which none of our people have an issue with and uh hopefully uh it'll work out where they don't work as many hours and we can get more young people into good family sustaining jobs and and Danny, that's a, a quality of life issue, and that's really important. Um, you know, no question about it. Who were the you know? So uh, they they were your 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 uh, the, the the corporation of Delaware Valley Importing Distributors Association. Who was that comprised of? Well, it's the three largest beer wholesalers in the six county area, and it's Ariglio Beverage, who distributes all the Coors products. It's Muller Inc. on Grand Avenue who who distributes all the middle, Miller products, and it's Penn Beer and Sales who is the Budweiser uh, distributor for the area. And and so having said that, obviously with the Fourth of July coming up, there was a lot of nervous people in the city of Philadelphia. Um, what made this? Uh, and we kind of touched on it, uh, obviously. And we're talking Miller products, course Budweiser, White Claw. I mean, across the board, it would have been the driest Fourth uh, of July weekend in the history of the Delaware Valley. Uh, so, uh, so it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, the workers, obviously, the distributors, they love the workforce, and of course, um, the people around the Delaware Valley who who are get, who are going to be real beneficiaries of this as well. Tell our listeners a little bit about some of the highlights uh, of the New Deal as 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 uh, as, it, as they're laid out. Well, uh, wage increases in the first year, it's 10.5%. Second, third, and fourth year, it's 4% each year. Um, the middle-tier uh, workers got an additional $2 an hour for most classifications. They got better benefits than what they had, um, including prescription, dental, and eye. Um, our guys got an additional holiday. For the very first time, they will now be able to watch the Super Bowl and not have to worry about going to work the next day because it's now a paid holiday. Um, Fantastic. And, and, and when you talk about your workers, um, talk about the, um, obviously, the scope we're talking about, warehouse workers, uh, drivers, the whole deal. We have uh, drivers, all CDL drivers, you know, and today – CDL drivers are a premium, so we tried to get them bumped up as high as possible so that they didn't feel like they were second-class citizens out in the, in the workforce. They're now just about even with the rest of the drivers out there. The warehousemen, the same thing. The salesmen who sell it in and the merchandisers who pack it out. Everybody was treated fairly, and that's exactly what we wanted to happen. And, and now you, you talk about the morale of, of, of the members because it has to be at an all-time high. I mean, you know, you know this is a, such a win-win-win for everybody. It's one of those situations, uh, obviously, you, you don't like to go on strike, but sometimes you got to do it. And, um, you know, as, as a last-ditch effort. Um, but when it ends up like this and, and, and everybody wins, the morale must be over the, over the roof. 
Well, I got to tell you, our, our our great leader, Bill Hamilton, the international vice president and president of Teamsters 107, was on the line with us. He came to negotiations once it came, once it got shot down, and then Friday morning, our new general president, Sean O'Brien, showed up, walked the picket line, stood strong with everybody as the scabs tried to cross the picket line to pick up their beer, and uh, was very influential in standing there and supporting, uh, you know, our striking workers, and came to tell everyone that, you know, the international has strike benefits, so they were getting paid for standing there. So we were dug in. We were prepared for weeks to, to do this. But in the end, we were able to get cooler heads prevail along with the owners and get a offer on the table that was overwhelmingly ratified today. And, I, you know, I, I can't say it enough. i got to thank the members. They stood strong. They were there. They pushed us. Our committee was terrific. They never gave up. Uh, my staff, my president, Chuck White, did an excellent job. Um, and between the two of us, you know, cooler heads prevailed, and we were able to get this done. Awesome. Well, yo, uh, we just had uh, Rob Bear on, on, on the program, uh, Pennsylvania State Building Trades. And one of the things we said, and it's evident right now, obviously, that one of the things that makes our, our – uh, our Philadelphia area, and of course, our Pennsylvania region, um, uh, you know, the state of Pennsylvania Commonwealth, uh, you know, such a great, great, and I think the best uh, and, and strongest union uh, area in the country is our leadership. And, and so, Danny, uh, you know, obviously uh, a job well done, obviously a job well done uh, to Billy Hamilton and, and all the Teamsters leadership. I uh, want to congratulate you guys on doing a great job for your members. Uh, it, again, a win-win-win for everybody. And keep doing what you're doing, buddy. We really appreciate you being on the show. Danny, make well, Joe, sure you th- tell Chuck make sure you tell Chucky and Billy and then we were answering for them. And listen, I love the fact that there's so many Irish guys, okay, still at the helm of these unions, okay? Look, yep. I, I look it's our it's our radio show. We can get away saying that. And also I wanna <laughs> yep. let you know the pic the pictures were great, Dan. There's a picture of a guy with a beard. Uh, he had the pen beer strike sign with his two hands up. Man, and yeah. people were just, it's just a great picture. You got to frame that one for us. Well, well I will do that. Uh, we, we, we wanted the public involved. They were involved. They were out at the picket lines with us. And I can't thank all the locals, the building trades, all the Teamster locals. You know, I don't want to try and name them all because I'll forget somebody. But I, 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 I want to thank every each and every one of them, along with the politicians that came out and either brought water donuts sandwiches it was a great showing for everybody to come out and it was a real morale booster for everybody to help us so thank you thank you thank you awesome danny grace secretary treasurer teamsters local 8 30 uh thanks for joining this job well done we'll have more from the john doherty hour after the break tonight's edition of the labor show is sponsored in part by iron workers local 401 boilermakers local 13 plumbers local 690 roofers local 30 and ibew local 98 choose a local 98 contractor have uh, uh, Danny Grace on the broadcast. Uh, congratulations to, to Teamsters Local 830 and 
and their members and, and really everybody because it's such a, you know, listen, 4th of July weekend's uh, coming up next week and, and everybody's excited about it. And, uh, you know, it's a time to celebrate and, and obviously um, having the beverage of your choice is a part of that. And uh, we're excited about, you know, uh, you know all the, you know, the, everybody getting, uh, like I said, a win-win situation. John, we're waiting on, on, on Deputy Mayor of Labor. Uh, oh, we got Richie. Uh, well, so let me just take it from there. Uh, Richie Laser, Philadelphia's Deputy Mayor of Labor. Welcome to the broadcast, my friend. Hey, Joe. Good to be here. How you guys doing? It, it, we're, we're doing good, man. Um, we saved the best for last. Uh, you know, so much going on in the, in the, in the city of Philadelphia. Um, I know you guys are working overtime, and we obviously appreciate you uh, you joining us. One of those uh, areas, obviously, the gun violence and uh, everything that's going on. The, the mayor just released a new anti-violence plan. Um, you know, touch on that, if you would, Rich, because I know this is at the heart of, 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 of what you guys do and what you are trying to do. Yeah, definitely. No, I appreciate that. I mean, we, the budget just passed, so we're putting a lot of money out in the community groups to try to get into different neighborhoods. We're keeping rec centers open on weekends. And at night to have place safe places to go for the youth in the city, and we're also um, we're looking to hire, continue to hire police officers to get them out on the streets and the districts. No and question about to, it. Uh, you know, yep. yeah, yeah. John, so John, you want to jump in? Plan. Yeah, I just listen. I we, we uh, Richie again is jumping in. Uh, our mayor was going to try to hook up, you know, with us the last couple of weeks. Of course, last week, you know, they had they had the tragedy with the firefighter, which was just not proper to talk politics mm-hmm. this week. Uh, we knew that we had Rob and a couple of people we wanted to get on. Not that we didn't want the mayor on, of course, but you know, and I, Richie popped in to, to say uh, a few words, but I just want Richie to realize that, look, we understand the gun issue. We understand all these things that, you know, that are happening in the city. You know, uh, I, I just want to let you know, every time we get you on here, I have to tell you, thank you because I have to tell you, not only from day number one of this administration, but all the way up, we basically had full employment in the building trades. Okay, we've had more cranes going up in this town. We have all kind of apartment buildings. Okay, we we could, if Wayne was here, we'd, we'd be screaming a little bit about better enforcement, and I know your hands are tied with how you handle mm-hmm. L&I. You know, they're, 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 but, but from a work perspective, a union contract, and a deputy mayor of labor's office, not just you, but the office that have been nothing but pro union. Okay. So I can't thank you enough for that. I know it's a terrible job right now. Okay. I mean, in your own neighborhood, in my neighborhood, you can't come out without people screaming at you. I get it. Okay. I just want to let you know, okay. You've done a great job by on behalf of the building trades. Okay. You've, you've, you've studied the ship during some really significant times. The pandemic would have been very easy. You know, we did not miss a beat. We kept our people people safe. You know, the, all these, and, and we're still bringing big shows in. You also sit on the convention center board. We don't talk about that enough. You're part of the, you know, the positive change down there. Uh, I don't know if you're at liberty to talk about it, but, but I understand that, you know, the union's doing the right thing again. You know, uh, yeah. rearrange some competitive adjustments. And wound up getting an extension of, of the agreement. Did, is that true? Did I hear that? 
Yeah, no, I mean, you know how, I mean, you led that back in with the customer service agreement with the building trades, changed the whole industry in Philadelphia. And we just voted on that this past board meeting to the the, uh, the workers there. We have the best workforce in the whole country and in the world down there. You know that with the great shows. And we're extending the customer service agreement for another five years down at the uh, convention center. We got a lot of big shows coming in. So, Rich, talk so about. I, I don't. Oh, I, I'm I, sorry. I, I, Joe, I just want you to hear that because sure. extending that agreement right now is something that no one will ever talk about in today's environment. With all the protests we have outside, you know, not only with, you know, the significance of, of Roe versus Wade to all the things that are right in front of us. It's the little things that don't move unless you have people, okay, like we do with Ryan Boyer at the Building Trades, okay, and yep. John McNichol running the center. But you need a good board. You need a solid board. You need people who understand. And Richie does not get enough credit. Okay, for being that one person that consistently, okay, you know, people run around town saying, oh, the mayor's checked out. Okay, well, every time I need to get him on the phone, he hasn't checked out. Okay, the gun issue is significant. Okay, that's why we just had the Senate, the U.S. Senate, for the first time in 50 years, give us a little bit of changes, not a lot of changes. Okay, and I'm not, you know, one side because we have a ton of NRA members in the Philadelphia building trades, you know, and they don't do it because they want AK-47s. They just do it because they want to protect their hunting piece and they want to stay safe in their own house. But they're tough issues. Richie has circumvented all the nonsense to continue to make sure that grains and to the best of his capabilities, I know if it was up to him, we would have multiple changes at l Okay, so I just, you know, publicly, you jump on these calls every time we ask you. You fill in for the mayor whenever he asks you. There, it's not the easiest of times to jump up and take a call. And, you know, even with Joe and myself, you know, if we would have went with the normal script, we would have asked you about, you know, the guns and this and that. I'm, right now, that's a big issue, at which we need mm-hmm. a lot of community support. But we also, you know, we need you to continue to extend these uh, extend these agreements that keep the union workers yeah. working, that keep people living in Philly. And occasionally, if you could get a couple of potholes filled, that would put a smile on my face. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> now, listen, I mean, you know that, John. It's been great working with you in this position that I have for the last seven years with all the work we did at the convention center and now with working with Ryan and all the stuff we're doing with the school district with the wall-to-wall PLA with all these infrastructure programs coming down, all this money coming down. So it's, it's a great time. And we're just, our main goal is to keep people working and making sure they're getting family sustaining wages. And, and Richie, so um, the goal. And, and, and having said that, because uh, we, we got about three minutes left. Um, obviously, you know, it, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, coming to, uh, you know, a crescendo and, and, uh, you know, coming to the, you know, to near, near the end of the administration. What is the, what is the, what are the goals and priorities as you approach the finish line? Yeah, no, I think the big goals are getting a handle on the gun violence in the city, specifically investing in communities and, and putting more police on the street, but also with all this infrastructure money coming in from the Biden administration, make sure we're prepared to get that money out on the streets and continue to do all these infrastructure projects that we need to get done. And that's the goal the next year and a half. And you, and you, and you mentioned, you know, you've, you've successfully negotiated all the city contracts, city union contracts. And you mentioned mm-hmm. at, at, at the convention center, the workforce we got in Philadelphia, and we talk about the leadership 
but it must give you great confidence when you are negotiating contracts that when it gets done, you know, we have the best workers in the world and, 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 yeah. and the, the, the workers in, in, in our city unions and our building trades uh, and, of course, uh, you know, our public unions, uh, you know, are the best in the world. What, what, what type of confidence does that give you when you know that when you complete a contract, the actual jobs are going to get done at the highest level? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I love this job and I love doing the work that I do. And it's been great working with all these labor leaders over these last seven years. And I mean, we do, you know, it's not an us versus them. One thing I've learned doing these contracts and these extensions and these agreements, it's not about an us versus them. I mean, we're, it's a we're all in this together. And the goal is to put, have the best workforce in the world out there serving the citizens of the city. And that's the goal. And that's what we do every time, whether it's construction, whether it's in the convention center, whether it's our sanitation workers and rec leaders. I mean, we, we do it all, and our folks are the best. Hey, Rich, Rich, that's way too much. That's too much serious stuff. Let's end on a good note. Hey, Joe, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's give Richie a break tonight. Let's, we just had a hospitality conversation without mentioning mm-hmm. Michael Barnes's name. Didn't it feel good? You know, <laughs> yeah. We always talk about Michael. You know why? <laughs> Michael's down there probably standing on his chair, Screaming for Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Yeah, right now, right, exactly. They're, they're all they're all down they're all down in the stadium. Uh, I mean, Michael's has been bringing tons of different shows in, and yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. They were I rode by there today too. You know, I stop in that uh, my and I get a plug for some food. You know, Mike and Matt's. It's this deli at Thirteenth and Mifflin. Man, they got a great hoagie. They're great kids. And why I give them a plug? And how do they tie into the labor community, Richie? Their father was the first, you know, labor broker, HR guy for Elliot Lewis mm-hmm. down at the center. Man, mm-hmm. they're down yep. at 13th and Mifflin. They do a great job. But I rode by the stadium on my way to pick up a couple of hoagies down there today. And I have to tell you, I'm, that Motley Crue, Def Leppard crowd, <laughs> man, they were out early. And they, they were sitting in the sun without an umbrella, man. So I don't want to be at that concert yeah. late tonight. Okay. Well, yeah, no, certainly. And, and Richie, I mean, we that's we don't want to hold you up because we know you're headed down there, no. right? Yeah, exactly. No, definitely. <laughs> Listen, one, one thing I want to see. <laughs> one thing on right. one thing on a serious note, I want to thoughts and prayers out to John McNesby and the SOP with Officer Gonski and that horrible situation and tragedy, and also Chucky McClifford and Local 22 with Lieutenant Williamson funeral this week. So thoughts and prayers to our, our officers and our uh, firefighters out there. Well said, Richie. Uh, Richie, thanks so much for joining us on the broadcast. Um, can't think of a better way yeah. to end it. Uh, certainly uh, want to thank all of our guests, Rob Bear, uh, yeah, for, 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 for joining us, who's not only the business manager of IBEW Local 143, but also the newly elected president of, of the Pennsylvania Building Trades. And, and, and of course, uh, Danny Grace for doing a great job. On, be, on behalf of all of our guests, and on behalf of our host, John Doherty, I'm Joe Doherty. On behalf of Joe Krause, thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great weekend. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey.